y'all. Welcome back to the Confessions of a Crappy Christian podcast, a place where you and all of your crap are not just welcome, you're wanted. I'm your host, Blake Guichet, and every week I'm showing up with a new friend to talk about the things we're really great at, the ways Christ fills in the gaps on the things that we're not, and how he has been faithful to make his power perfect in our weaknesses. My hope is that you walk away feeling empowered and not alone in your struggles, and that people sharing their stories pushes you to share yours. All right, let's do this. Today's interview is with Stephanie Gass. Stephanie is the host and creator of the Mompreneur Mastermind Show and Podcast Pro University. Steph's call is to empower women through faith-based business mentorship to teach them to step into their potential and claim the success and happiness they deserve. We talk about finding your worth in everything but Christ, where that lands you, and God's deep desire to use your gifts for him. We also hit a nice caveat about social media use, so be on the lookout for that. Stephanie, hey, I'm so excited to have you here. Oh my gosh. Well, I am so excited to be here, Blake. Thanks for having me. Yes. Okay. So to get us started, I would love for you to tell everybody about yourself and what you're all about. Of course. So first and foremost, I'm a mama. I've got two little boys, five and a half, two and a half, and kind of a third child because I am married. So it's like, <laughs> I always joke that I have three boys and my pug is a boy too. So I'm just like boy mom. Super outnumbered. Yes, super outnumbered. And I live out in the country right outside of Albuquerque, New Mexico. And I am literally like the epitome of the word mompreneur. That is who I am. I'm, I've always been really driven to succeed. I have a master's degree in accounting and finance, oddly, did that whole thing, you know, became successful in corporate and then went to the top of a network marketing company. Like I've always had this achiever inside of me. So I've done lots of cool things there. But then the other half of me has a strong call, obviously, to be a mama and to be a really present wife. And so my whole like mission in life is to teach women that you actually can have it all. Mm. You don't have to have one or the other and feel bad about it. And I think a lot of women struggle with this. They feel like I can't be great at what my heart's calling me to do and also show up for my family. And so Mm -hmm. I'm here to like change that narrative. So that's what I do. I run a podcast. I coach female entrepreneurs how to businesses that light them on fire. Mm -hmm. And yeah, like I drink lots of coffee. I love me some (laughs) Jesus. Like that's me. (laughs) I love it. I love it. And so... That kind of like funnels right into what we're talking about today, which is worth, essentially. Um, You kind of shared a little bit of your story of climbing the ranks and finding success in the corporate world. And uh, I think that that's just the perfect picture of these like really loud outside voices that want us to find our worth in those things. Um, Those things aren't bad. Success is not a bad thing, which I think sometimes is a narrative that you'll hear in the Christian community that if you're succeeding, then like you're instantly like you're obviously finding your identity in that and or or you're, you're not stewarding your gifts well. And I think that I think that that's a bunch of junk. And so you have, but you have this really incredible story and journey where you, you did believe 
the outside voices and and God really got your attention and your intentions and turned those back towards him. And so I would love to hear more about that part of your story. Sure. So if we rewind all the way back and y'all, you may have a different roadmap to this, but I think especially as women, we all almost go through this similar cycle. some capacity. Absolutely. Right. Of like finding yourself. And, you know, from a young age, my mom would always say, just wait for your thirties. Like your thirties are so good. I'm like, whatever, you know, (laughs) like in my twenties, like I'm going out. Bye. This is it. (laughs) This is it. I made it. Um, but she was so right. And so it kind of started when I looked back and I said, wow, like I've gone through these massive mini life crises like over and over again. And I, I was like, what's the, what's the theme? Like what's the common denominator? And so I started in my teens and I said, who was Stephanie in her teens? And when you look there, it was all about, do I fit in? You know, what do other people think about me? And so I went through, okay, my worth is in acceptance. So I molded myself into the skater. Does this feel right? The mean girl. Does this feel right? The popular girl. I went through four personalities in high school alone. (laughs) Yeah. Trying to, you know, oh, acceptance equals worth. And in your teens, that's really, really common. Okay. But guess what? What happens? You look in the mirror and you're still empty inside because Mm -hmm. that's not actually where worth comes from. Right. So then we get into my 20s. Who is Stephanie in her 20s? Oh, in my 20s, worth comes from external validation. How gorgeous am I on the outside? And so what did I do? I binge ate. Then I'd starve myself. Then I would work out for two hours a day. Then I got breast implants because I thought that's going to make me beautiful. You know, I was surrounded by the wrong people because people that tell you your worth is external are also the wrong people. P.S. Let's just say that. Yeah. Lady bosses, like, listen up. Okay. Mamas, women in general. And I was searching. And no matter how hard I worked out, how I took the diet pills, like you guys, we've, I'm sure you've all been there. Oh, I'm too fat. I I didn't wear shorts for decades Mm -hmm. and I, you know, all the things. And so here I go in my twenties. Now I'm worthy. Oh, snap. I still look in the mirror and I don't feel, feel fulfilled, right? I'm still searching. I'm searching. So it's not acceptance. It's not external beauty. And P.S., I got those breast implants out two months ago. Oh. removed. Uh, I decided I wanted nothing else foreign in my God-gifted body. And it's going to just be the way that he intended it to be, right? I love that. Yeah. That's actually beauty, truly, is just being who you truly are. So bye-bye to those things. Anyway, then we get into late 20s. Here I go. I, I'm a, at this point, I've gotten into corporate America. I'm like, ooh, it feels really good, like climbing the ladder. I'm getting recognized all the time. Like I'm, I'm, I'm an achiever, like I'm gonna go. And so I, I'm, okay, here it is, this is it. I figured it out. <laughs> my worth and my value is in success. Now, you guys, when you're searching for worth and value everywhere other than, for me, the Lord and the true calling in my heart, your ego is leading the way, okay? Mm -hmm. And so Satan stepped in and was like, oh, yeah, girl, this feels good, right? So let's, let's go after that. So within the period of about six years, I 
at the age of 27, hit the very top of my solar company. I was making over six figures. I was the youngest financial financial controller in the entire company, which is worldwide. I mean, it was great for a minute. Mm. I'm working over 60 hours a week. I'm, you know, my health is at an all-time low because all I'm doing is working and I'm fueling this acceptance, acceptance, worth, worth, more worth, more worth, more money, more money, more money. So then I get engaged and, and, and engage, you know, hubby, he tells me, girlfriend, like you can't work this hard if we're going to start a family. Whoa. Right. So I'm like, who am I now? I'm still going to find my value in money. So I jumped to entrepreneurship and got into a network marketing company and anything I decide to do, like move on, like I'm going to do it. Right. And so I jumped in. I'm like, let's go. Within two years, and I did it all the wrong way. Network marketers, listen to me here, okay? I went in. I mean, I was pounding the pavement, cold calling. Like, I mean, there was nothing that was going to stop me. Within two years, I hit the top 1% of that company. $15,000 months. Actually, I had a $17,000 month at my best month. And walked the stage. I had the $50,000 bonus check. The cars that are paid for, you guys. We elevated our lifestyle because I had made it, right? Mm-hmm. And then here we go. And so then I thought, this feels really great. And I think what happened at that moment is God decided to step in and grab my attention. Like you had said, Blake, I love that. And I got rocked. And he kept, I feel like over this decade or this 15 year period of time, he kept trying to step in and show me and redirect me. But each season I needed to learn from it mm-hmm. so that I could cultivate this story and this almost round rounded experience that I could help women through it. Because if I hadn't experienced all those things, I wouldn't understand where women are coming from. So he stepped in and my business got rocked. Lots of things happened in the industry. Long story short, my income was cut into a third in about 12 months. I look at my husband one day, I had done the budget and I said, we don't have enough money to pay the bills. Hmm. And he said, well, what's in our son's savings account? And I'm like, $2,000. And he's like, take it out. Oh, like talk about your darkest moment. Like I still get teary because I'm sitting there like, are you kidding me? Like I've done all of that. I've, I've literally, you know, poured out my heart and soul into success and worth. And here I sit you know, borrowing money from my son so that mm-hmm. we can pay the bills. What is happening to me? Mm-hmm. This is wrong. This isn't the way this should feel. And so at that moment, I look in the mirror again. And I actually literally look in the mirror, you guys. If you've never done this, I look in the mirror to talk to myself a lot because we hide from ourselves. We don't tell ourselves, I love you. We don't look in the mirror and say, hey, what are we lacking? And what are we, what do we need to improve? So I looked in the mirror. It's a practice I've always done. And I'm really grateful for that. I'm like, what's going on? And I I saw a woman who was 60 pounds overweight. She had lost her identity. Her worth was tied up in this network marketing business that had crashed. Nobody knew her other than the network marketing girl. That's who I had become. Mm. My kids were second or third on the list, really, if I'm being honest. And I just said, I'm done. I'm done. That's it. I don't know what's next, but this is not where worth comes from. And so I literally just walked away from everything. Mm. I'm like, I'm done. I took the last $200 that were in my, our PayPal account 
y'all know. I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to meet with a mentor. So I spent $200 on a 45 minute conversation. It wasn't groundbreaking. It was, there was nothing in that conversation except that I needed to have some, I like, I needed to, I couldn't hear myself. So this person basically just said back to me, well, what do you love about network marketing? Oh my gosh, I love public speaking and empowering women and seeing them come in with a goal, realize they can conquer these fears and then achieve it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I love. And what else do I love? I love that I can work from home and be here. I want to be more present for my kids, but I like that I'm here with them. And like these mm-hmm. little things, these little, oh, that was, that's very obvious. And they're like, well, why don't you just do like coaching for a while? Like coaching, like, what does that mean? You know, <laughs> I don't even know what that means. But again, I think when you get your ego out of the way and like open your heart, all of those answers start to appear. And I sat down and I said, okay, here's the non-negotiables in my life. Number one is spirituality. I'm realigning. What does value mean, right? It's spirituality for me. Number one. Number two is my family. They're getting moved all the way back up to number two on that list, you know, right underneath my spirituality. Third is my health because operating as at my highest capacity, I can't pour from a full cup for my family. Mm-hmm. And then fourth is work. And whatever God wants me to do, I will do it. But I'm not, I'm not going to decide that. It's mm-hmm. he's going to show me. So I kind of, I decided on that. And I said, that's what worth is going to mean for me. And I'm just going to go. So interestingly, Blake, like within a week, people were calling me, Hey Steph, random question, but like, do you coach? <laughs> I love when God does that. And then I had a guy call me that I used to work with in the network marketing business. He's like, hey, Steph, you're really great at social media. Like, do you mind doing some consulting for me? Like, I'll, you know, I'll pay you X amount. And it was thousands of dollars a month. And I'm like, thanks, God. Like, you got me a bridge. So he got me a bridge income wise to get through this life transition. My mom was like, hey, we have an extra van sitting here. Would you guys want to use that for a year while you figure out the car situation? I'm telling you, everything aligned financially, the car was taken care of, all of these things. And so that happened about two years ago. And since that, since that day, I have been non-negotiable on those four categories Mm -hmm. and I am more happy. I've lost all of that weight. I feel so fulfilled. I work so much less, Mm. but it's so much more fulfilling work that I feel like that piece of me is fulfilled I'm able to be intentional with my kids, you know, with them. And I feel so much more worthy because I'm valuing myself now. Mm-hmm. No one else gets to say what I'm worth. Only me and and my God get to decide that. Yeah. And once I finally just laid down that law, everything changed. Yes, absolutely. And so I love that you are able to, like, look back and pinpoint, like, what you were going to. Like, and I think that, I think that anybody that sat down and that, that level of retrospection is, is hard and it's painful and it's uncomfortable. But I think it's so necessary because even if you're not today 100% finding your validation and your worth in, beauty or money or success like if you haven't looked back and track backtrack to those things there's a chance that they're still sneaking in here and there you know and so external beauty like if you're a woman in america you've dealt with that (laughs) 
If you're, like, you have yeah. dealt with that. External validation. Like, if you have any desire for success or or furthering whatever you're doing, you've struggled with that. Money. Yeah. If you live in America, you've struggled with that. You know, like, these are, these. Are, it's, the point isn't to shame having no. found your worth in those things. It's to say, like, me too, 100%. Yeah. But it, that doesn't make it okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I want to look exactly. at you and say, like, come as you are. Come yeah. to the table with, like, this is this is where I'm finding my worth. But don't intend to, like, walk away and and stay there. Totally. And, and here's the thing, too. Like, I'm always going to have that natural drive to be really great at work. Because that's actually my gift, right? Are you like, a three? That is the, you have to be a three. a three. Yeah, a three. 100%. Like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like We're talking about the Enneagram. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just like straight three. Like there's no wing. They're like yeah. three. Oh yeah. No, Step you're like a full three. one three. Three yeah. wing three is what I always say. Like. Absolutely. Are you? No, I'm an eight. Okay. Oh, cool. cool. Uh -huh. Yeah. So with, with that, it's, so I'm going to go, I'm going to own this, right? Because God did give me that 100%. drive on purpose. But it's easily to get off track. So I have to just make sure I'm constantly talking to him. And is this where you want me? Let me be your vessel. I can freaking hustle. I can speak some truth, but I need your voice in my heart. Yes. And that is applicable to any Enneagram number. And I, and, yes. I, and that's, we talk about the Enneagram so much on this show. So anybody that Love listens it. is like, oh, like, this is a normal caveat for us. But I think <laughs> that like, okay, like look at your type. Look at the way that God has gifted you in your type and and see the the capacity for the enemy and the world to wayward it and yeah. to pull it towards itself. So for a three, it's going to be a drive for success. For an eight, it's going to be boldness. Yeah. It, it, God has gifted me with boldness and with words. When I'm using them for him, they are good and they yes. are groundbreaking. And when they're not, they're mean and they hurt and they overstep. Is it, it's all like for a nine. Nines, I feel like, get left out of this conversation a lot because they're not the like bold, loud type. But, like God gifted you with an ability to see every every side of a situation. God has equipped you to bring peace into chaos. But wow. if you let the enemy get a hold of that, it's complacency. It's and an inability. Worth, and their worth, their worth could get found in what? Getting stepped on. Oh, I have to yeah. help. I have to help. I have to help. Being I have a to doormat. Help. Yep. Yeah. And so, so this could go any direction. It goes any direction. You, like, we are as, like, fallen humans, we are going to seek to fill that hole with whatever, and, and as a firm Enneagram believer, whatever your type leans towards. But God is the only thing that is going to fill that. And using your giftings in the way that he has created you for his glory is the only thing that's going to feel fulfilling. Absolutely. And I think we have to all go through that soul searching process and look in the mirror and say, am I finding my worth? Like, and a lot of times for women, it's also, oh, my worth is in serving just my family because society tells you that's where your worth is. Yep. So look at yourself in the mirror and say, do, but do I feel fulfilled and valued and that I'm fulfilling God's call for me? Because not every single woman out there, that's not everyone's call. And that's right. okay to own that. Right. Okay, guys. So real quick, 
we got to talk about a podcast that I think you are going to love. So if you enjoy the Krabby Christian podcast, I think you would really love the Mompreneur Mastermind show. It's hosted by my actual friend, Stephanie Gass, who is inspiring, real, hilarious, and so genius at what she does. Steph is on a mission to help women uncover their God-led callings here on earth and create a brand and business to further that mission. I am obsessed with how Steph teaches and preaches intentional living, balance, time blocking, and taking your power back. Steph's show is full of faith-based business mentorship, marketing, mindset shifts, inspiring interviews, and so much more. So if you're a business owner, you want to grow your brand, scale your community, or if you have an idea tugging at your heart but you're afraid to take the leap, her podcast is a must. Head to bit.ly slash the mompreneur mastermind show or anywhere you listen to podcasts and subscribe now you won't regret it and i'll meet you there well and i think that that's an important part of this conversation is that i think a lot of the women that are going to listen to this episode will not have reached the top one percent of a network marketing company but they can and probably will have looked at someone who has and believed that that was fulfilling because it's not even it's not on the horizon for them they're not even in a network marketing but they can look at somebody who is thin has a beautiful family is killing it in the game and be like that's what it it. is that's what it is but do you know what she's feeling inside right like you can stand on the other side and be like nope <laughs> yeah. Nope. Yeah. yeah. I think that everybody's process is going to be different. And so as much as that might mean like get off of social, y'all, get off. Like truly, I own zero notifications on for me. Zero. Mm-hmm. On the weekends I delete the apps. Mm-hmm. And I I have to work on there, so granted, but here's what happens. When I find myself looking at someone, this recently happened for me. I'm really good at this, but I I found myself looking at that and I was like started to feel angry and less than I started to have imposter syndrome. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to unfollow this person Mm -hmm. as much as I love her. And she's a great mentor for me to strive towards. I don't know how she feels. I don't, what if her story is actually not fulfilling and I've created this narrative in my head that that's what it means to be ultimately successful. And that all that money again is going to create happiness. So I just got rid of it. Like get it out of your face and look at your own lane. Get focused on you and write down what are the three things that fulfill me the most, that light me up, that are exciting and where my passions lie and what's my Enneagram and how can I make this into something that I'm lit up about and stop comparing yourself and your validation and value to everybody else because it's really all different. People right. are fueled by different things. And that's what, like, makes it so beautiful. Like, if we were all fueled by the same things, there'd be no room. <laughs> there'd be no exactly. space. And, I mean, we exactly. didn't plan ahead of time to talk about social media, but I can go there yeah. all day long. <laughs> yeah. I completely agree with you as far as, like, unfollow, mute if you have to, whatever. Yeah. But here's the other side of that. You got to work on your heart, too. Like you have to be putting in the time and the, the, the conversations with God of like why you're feeling that way. I completely agree on like removing the, the temptation, removing the distraction. But like if you look at yourself and you don't have a healthy relationship with social media, like that's not everybody else's fault. 
It's you. That's exactly. on you. And you've got to figure you. that out. And and stepping yep. into this space with a podcast and growing a ministry on Instagram, like, I get it. I get it. Yeah. It's tempting to believe that, like, everything you know, we're, we're seeing people's highlight reels and that that is their whole life. And like, we don't, I don't know you, like, I don't, I don't know these people past what they're choosing to share. And I am in control of how I come to this space, God and I. And so if I am coming to this space, ready to out the gate, compare and judge and worry about my numbers, then like, that's not going to be a great experience. Like, but I think that and believe that. And and I think it's hard to admit it. Oh, a hundred percent that you're like, that your crap is what's causing this to not be a good experience. Yeah. And also that you are, you know, I had to take a look at like how much time I was spending on there. And it was, it was embarrassing to say it out loud when I had like done three or four days and I'm analyzing, I'm like, oh, snap. I am on these platforms for over three and a half hours sometimes. And it was like, if I say this out loud, I immediately know there's something wrong with it. Now, granted, maybe mm-hmm. Susie over here is on for six hours and that's cool with Susie. But again, you're your own It has your to be about human. you. Yeah, it has yeah, to be about so you I, and your lane. Yeah. And I, so I went, okay, for me, this feels like a problem. Yeah. So I'm going to take the steps to change it. And I'm also going to take the steps to go, Why am I feeling this way about certain people? And again, it was just that the ego, it's Satan stepping in saying you're not good enough. Absolutely. She's better than you because. And if she like knew that you felt that way, she'd probably be like, sister, let me tell you what's happening behind the scenes. Like, do not compare your life to my life. You know what I mean? And so I feel like right now, social media is getting such a bad rap, especially like Instagram. People are like you know, like, I just don't like the way that I feel in this space. And I, it's so yeah. distracting and we're not present in our own lives. Like you get to make that call. You get to make that choice. Like I'm, I'm with you. I delete the app off my phone almost every day to be totally yeah. honest. Yeah. It's easier to just delete it off of my phone than to, <laughs> than to like try to exercise the self-control to come off of autopilot and not open it. So like, well, and you know, it's crazy. Do you find yourself going to the app and oh. clicking it even when it's deleted? A hundred percent. Me too. We're, we've like created a habit, you know? It's, oh, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a path in my brain, a hundred percent. But yeah. I am taking the initiative to remove it as an option. So right. I, I just, I'm seeing a lot of that right now. A lot of like, I don't know what to do in this space. And it feels, oh, that's not about Instagram. Yeah. It's about you. <laughs> you need to figure that out. And I don't mean that to be ugly in any capacity, but like, there's so much good to be had. There's like, when, what generation before us had the capacity to have a platform to share what God is doing in their life and what he's teaching them and to make connections? I met my best friend on Instagram. Like, yeah. no generation before us has had this opportunity if we treat it as an opportunity and not as a checkout or a comparison trap or whatever. Yep. Like, you choose the impact that social media has on your life. Yeah, like so what is not that vessel going to do for you and your voice and your business? And then like you're saying, right. make sure it's in a positive light. And if it's not, just detox for a while and start fresh. Or maybe yeah. it's not for you at all. And I think right. that's also okay. That needs to be, I don't know, that has to be an option. Like, Yeah, it is. social media, if Instagram is not good for you, get, get off. off. Get off. Like you're, It's an app. It's an app on your phone. <laughs> it 
it's just an app, you guys. Like your sanity is worth so much more than showing up. And there are times where I'll just go black for like three days. And it's funny because people will message me and they're like, are you, are you okay? okay? I'm like, we're like, yeah, I'm just taking some fresh air. Like, I'm I better just now. Need... I feel great. Hey, what up? What do you want to talk about? Like, I was feeling go. good on Monday, but I need that. Yeah. I completely that agree. I completely so y'all have agree. permission. I... Permission yes. to delete it, to evaluate it, to see what's working, what's not working, and just show up more authentically to help people, right? Yeah, and I think we're challenging people to like, if you feel weird about it, why? Yeah, yeah. If you feel weird about it, why? And be honest. Yes, and that's like, that's, I'm not saying that that's easy. I had the, I had this gut check like six months ago. I don't, I don't remember if, I don't know if it happened to you, but there was this like bot sweep yeah. where Instagram had a glitch and people like Kylie Jenner lost like millions of followers. Like people oh, yes. lost like a bunch that. of followers. So I lost like 300 followers in that glitch. Yeah. Which being a tiny platform, I was, I was upset about it. And yeah. and I had this like moment of like, Oh, like, Oh, I'm so upset. And then God was like, Hey, that's not <laughs> cute. That's not cute. What you're doing right now. And literally God flipped my social media use and my social my attitude about social media on its axis with that that moment of like oh okay okay I've made this into something it doesn't need to be I have I'm going to this for something that only you can give me and and I don't that is not like I don't say that in like a a puffed up way but like it is possible I'm telling you from experience to have a healthy relationship with Instagram yeah it's possible I agree I agree. I've gotten there as well. But you yeah. have to work through your own stuff first. You have to work through it. First. Yes. And you have to check yourself and you have to set parameters in place. But it's possible is all I'm saying. That was a really, really great rabbit trail. And I'm glad that we <laughs> went there. So we've talked about the bad and the ugly. Like we've talked about finding your validation from these outside sources, finding your worth from these outside sources that are never going. They're never yeah. going to give you what you want, what you're looking mm-hmm. for. So let's talk about like what God can and will and wants to do with our dreams and with our yeah. pursuits. And we kind of touched on this that like you as a three were created for drive. You were created for work. Okay, like yeah. let me let God redeem that and make it his. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You know, God can do glorious things. Like just in that simple story of And when I think first, let me say that if you find yourself today, when you listen to us in one of those dark, hard moments, those are the hardest because you don't want to talk about it when you're in it. Mm -hmm. It's easy for me now to talk about it. I mean, it wasn't easy, but now I feel like I've gotten to a place where I know he's using those stories for me to impact people, but it was hard to share. But no, if you're in that dark moment, it's actually not a dark moment to be afraid of or to hide from. It's a moment of transformation for mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. right? Those hardest moments are what's going to define what he's doing. And for example, if I hadn't gone through the network marketing thing and had all the success and then boom, it's it's gone and I'm struggling and I don't know who I am anymore, how on earth could I ever speak to other women that are in that same position? Yeah. So you're going through these things that seem really hard, but instead, now when I find myself there, I go, thank you. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, use me. I'm ready. Thank you for this hard day. I'm ready. Like, what do you need from me? 
And everything, in my opinion, is kind of on purpose. Oh, 100%. Right? And yes. so know that first and know you're not alone. And secondly, when you let go of controlling the outcome of everything and you allow God's favor and provision to step in and you trust his direction for your life, that's when everything starts to shift. Because it was so hard for me as a control freak, egomaniac number three on the Enneagram <laughs> to go, God, you got me? Are you sure you Are got you me sure? or should I have a backup plan? I could probably do this better. <laughs> I may have more organization skills than you. Like, let's just get it straight. But when I, I was like, Stephanie, sit down, like sit down, like shut that little voice up because that little voice is an ant and God is literally the sky above that ant, right? So when I stopped and it doesn't mean you stop working because you know where your drives and your passions are, but it just means ask him and pray and get in alignment with how he wants to direct those strengths that you have. And all of a sudden it was magic. Mm-hmm. magic. The business was there. The the ideas flowed straight into my heart. Like I, mm-hmm. God literally spoke to me uh, in a dream and told me to start a podcast. Mm. And it wasn't necessarily like an audible voice. No, but it was yeah. that woke up and opened my eyes and the idea had been gifted to me. And I woke up and I said out loud, I'm starting a podcast. My husband's like, huh? Like, why? <laughs> I'm like, because God told me to. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. But once you do that, you start to see the magic. Mm -hmm. And like I said, you know, I'm seeing it everywhere from a gifted vehicle that we used for a long time to contracts that that came out of nowhere and opportunities to collaborate with people where we can, we can help shift women's lives. So, and even if your call is being an, an, you know, exceptional mama, be true to that and ask God to work through you. Maybe your call is changing that little boy's life who's going to go be a world changer, right? Everybody's call is different, but it's just letting God mold you and work your passions to his will. One of the other really great things that comes off of that, like, because I agree, I think like the ideas come flowing in and the 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 blessings and then also like working out of your giftings working out of the way that God created you for his glory it's real hard to get burnt out in that oh you're like lit up with passion every day every moment yeah and you know that you can rest because the outcome isn't dependent on you that like God is in control this is his plan like it's so it's i've experienced that as well like when i'm hustling for my own validation for my own success man i crash and freaking burn every time but when i'm working out of the way that God created me and the way that he gifted me and all i want is to bring glory to his name man i feel great it's like oh, you can gosh. just rest you're working you know, from a place of rest. You know it's taken care of. Right. Like exactly. I never go. I just came out of a big launch and I, for a second, my brain was like, hmm, what's next? Right? Like, where is that next big inflow coming from? Then I was like, you know what? He gave me this idea. Mm-hmm. I know he'll give me the next one. And so I just, I'm all gravy, baby. Like there's nothing I need to worry about. And sometimes you just have to recenter and have mm-hmm. that honest conversation with mm-hmm. yourself. Like, don't worry about it. Like, you know, if you're showing up for him yes. and his mission, doing the right thing that your heart is telling you to do, the other pieces of the puzzle will will put themselves together for you. And I think that people struggle to balance the 
trusting God with like being stagnant. Like I yes. think that God is a big believer in hard work. I think he oh, desires show our action. He wants us to yes. show up, but it's it's doing it from a place of trusting him, wanting to like further the kingdom. Like it's a it's this like ebb and flow of like not my name but yours, but I'm still going to show up. I'm still cuz like otherwise you're just like wasting this really cool way that he created you. Yeah. That's such a bummer. Like, isn't that the worst when you, like, meet women and you're like, oh, like, you're this, you see this in them. And they're just like, them. yeah. And they're just like, Meh. oh, yeah, you're right. And let me say something on that point, because it's easy for people to say, well, I'm sitting back. I'm waiting for God's calling. But if I hadn't taken massive action to go be successful in network marketing, he couldn't realign me. If I was just sitting back, stayed in corporate because it was safe. You know, mm -hmm. that's all I'm going to do. I'm not going to listen to any outside pull of my heart. No, no, no. I'm going to silence that. It's security. It's health for me, health insurance, all these things. How could God have ever said, okay, now I'm going to take what she's doing because she's showing up. She's trying. I'm going to just pivot her a little bit. And yeah. then, you know, if I hadn't started the lifestyle blog or the YouTube channel, I would have never found this online space. So it's, you've got to do the thing. Take the step. Even when you're not ready, you're fearful, you're unsure, that way God can take your action and pivot you into what he wants for your life, what yes. he needs for your life. Yes. I think I always, I love the quote of like, God is going to honor our effort. Yeah. You know, no matter in what capacity or to what degree you can show up, he just wants you to show up. <laughs> he just wants you to like step in and hold his hand and walk with him. Um. God, this was so good. This is such I a good conversation. Uh, let's do the rapid fire. We already know your Enneagram type. Three wing three. Three, three. three on three. <laughs> <laughs> For a really long time, I thought I was an eight, like just tried and true eight. But yeah. as I started to like learn more about like the full spectrum of the Enneagram, I was like, oh, I have a pretty strong seven wing. So I wing. You know, really and I'm, I'm a noob, so I could definitely have a wing. I just need to do more research into it. I've been really wanting to learn more about it. It's, it's so, so cool. It's I, it's changed my it. life. I mean, I say that almost every podcast episode, but the Enneagram changed my life. Dang, girl. That's pretty cool. Uh, the next one is, what is something that can always pull you out of a funk? Okay. Always, always, always is personal development of some kind, whether that be worship, whether that be something positive, a podcast. And then the second thing is a workout. Like even if it's a walk outside in the fresh air, I love to go Zumba, shake the booty, like yes. get moving. Uh -huh. And then that's getting moving in your mind with the personal development and then getting moving in your body and spirit with, with exercise. So those are the yeah. two things that th just it's go to every day. A every free day. answer too. Isn't it? <laughs> I love it, though. It's so great. Uh, and the last one is, what's the last thing you watched on TV? Jerry Springer. I'm just Stop kidding. It. <laughs> oh, Were you like, to be your real how do I handle so this? No, I would have been like, sure. Okay, let's talk about Jerry Springer. We watched last night Gold Rush, the Parker Schnabel edition. It's so cute. It it's so good. What is that? Have you ever seen Gold Rush? No. It's like on the Discovery Channel and they go and they are panning for gold like in the Yukon. Oh. Well, this spinoff, Parker, his name is Parker Schnabel. If y'all watch, you know who I'm talking about. He starts going into like the these African jungles and these crazy oh. places and he's helping these third world villages 
learn how to pan gold so that they can help better their little villages and their community. That is so cool. It was really good. So we got hooked on that last night. Watched like three, ep- binge watched three episodes of that with the hubs. That's so fun. <laughs> Stephanie, thank you so much. This was such a great, great conversation. Tell everybody where they can find, follow, listen to you, all that kind of stuff. Awesome. So thank you, of course, for having me first, because this was a blessing. I loved getting to know you and getting to pour into all of your listeners. So you guys can find me at stephaniegass.com. All the things are there. And then my podcast is the Mompreneur Mastermind Show, anywhere you listen to shows. And then my handle is at Stephanie Gas. Come say what's up. Yeah. Stephanie, thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Confessions of a Crappy Christian podcast. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast and you can find the show notes and more information about the show at confessionsofacrappychristian.com. I'll see y'all next week. Start a rewarding new career right away. Giant Eagle has immediate openings for supermarket positions, including curbside roles, get-go positions, pharmacy technicians, and warehouse workers. To find your new job and get hired in as little as one day, visit jobs.gianteagle.com.